Hey, what is going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the Sunday night football showdown set between the Chicago Bears and the LA Rams. But before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I made daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. If you're unable to watch these YouTube videos, I also upload an Apple podcast link down below. It's called the DK DFS show. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, offer that on patreon.com. Also link down below. Now is a great time to sign up. Again, I'm offering a NFL package going over all the showdown sites, every single showdown site. So Thursday, Sunday, Monday night, going over the main slate as well. Doing roster construction videos, doing player pools, GBP cash plays, core plays, and then uh, private live stream before each and every slate. So again, more information down below on that. And I do want to thank today's sponsor, Price Picks. So again, guys, if this is your first time watching my videos, you're not familiar with Price Picks. Well, first I got to say, take advantage of this. So um, there is basically a free W on Price Picks uh, that's going to be live for another 24 hours. The uh, Patrick Mahomes. 0.5 passing yards. So obviously go ahead and take the over on that. But yeah, there's two different ways you can play. So the first way is you can take over under on like passing yards, receiving yards, rece receptions, all this good stuff. Or you can just go over to fantasy points right? or fantasy score. If you want to take over under fantasy points, ton of different players posted. But um, yeah, the Mahomes obviously take advantage of that one. And uh, if you guys want to sign up, you can uh, use the code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word, link down below. You'll get 100% match up to $100. So you deposit using my code, $100, you get a free $100 to play with. Again, take advantage of that Mahomes prop. And finally, I want to thank you guys for all your support on the week one videos, the Thursday night uh, showdown videos, and thanks to everyone coming to check out the live stream Thursday night as well if you guys do enjoy this content if you could hit that like button try to aim for 100 likes on this video subscribe to the channel if you haven't already again closing into the 10k subscriber mark and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos and you don't live i will be live a ton next couple days here i'll be live for uh sunday morning for the main site i'll be live sunday for the showdown slate sunday night and i'll be live monday for the monday night football showdown slate as well so again you're gonna see my face a lot videos up for each slate uh, as well all right, guys, so let's jump into this video. Before we talk about players and their prices, what we can do is we can look back mine up here from Thursday's showdown slate. So Thursday's showdown slate went really well for me. Now, I, I talked about it in the Patreon last time I was playing light. I didn't want to go crazy. This is in the Millie Maker one uh, and, and some smaller tournaments too. But um, yeah, Antonio Brown and the captain, that's what I was kind of hammering home on Patreon was I thought Antonio Brown was very underpriced and going over, again, the roster construction video. I really wanted to play him in the captain spot. Um, and kind of focus my player pool mainly on the uh, quarterbacks and wide receivers. So, uh, yeah, Antonio Brown, the captain spot was massive. Uh, used both quarterbacks. Uh, you know, Dak, only 62% owned. That was too low. Uh, Godwin, Lamb, uh, who both had really good games. And then Giovanni Bowers was fine. Or he was a salary relief play. Uh, you know, the two really cheap guys that people went to were, were Gio or OJ. And... Um, I guess uh, one thing to tilt about here is Bruce Arians. I warned you guys. I was like, hey, Bruce Arians is like the Greg Popovich NBA coach. You just cannot, you can never trust him. Like OJ Howard, six snaps? Really? Really? Six snaps? Again, Bruce Arians loves trolling us. But going over the winning lineup, this is in the uh, the deep threat. So 
It did have Antonio Brown, the captain, with Dak, Godwin, Cooper, Lambert, So, all right, somewhat close, right? Those two players off had Antonio Brown, the captain. He had Amari Cooper and Gronk, and I had, um, what, Gio and... Um, Oh, Gio and uh, Brady. So he only used one quarterback, uh, which, again, it's it's obviously a little riskier playing only one quarterback. But, um, yeah, worked out from uh, $100,000. And, yeah, that was basically you know, one more thing I wanted to bring up because I thought this was very funny was this phrase from NBC Sports. So, again, with Ronald Jones, you played him. I mean, the fumbling, that's – Bruce Aarons is the woe. I can't stress that enough. I really, really do not like Bruce Arians. But, um, yeah, Ronald Jones, I mean, whenever someone fumbles, they always bench him for, he always benched him for the rest of the game. So I knew once once uh, Ronald Jones fumbled, they were going to bench him for the rest of the game. But then Fournette drops a pass, yet he plays in the rest of the game. Like, he just loves Fournette for some reason. Uh, <laughs> the quote was what killed me. Ronald Jones mothballed after second quarter fumble. No, no way that's a word. I refuse to believe that that is a word. Um, all right, that's enough for the look back, guys. Let's talk about this show on site. Let's go over the, the Vegas uh, totals here. So Bears and Rams, again, 47 over under. The Rams are currently eight-point favorites. So we'll start off the Chicago Bears side. And um, we'll start with Allen Robinson at 10.2K. So once again, he's going to be their clear number one wide receiver. The matchup against the Rams... Not great, right? We know the Rams are one of the top defenses in both, you know, passing and uh, rushing defense. So uh, it's not a great matchup for Allen Robinson. Plus, you got to, you know, Allen Robinson. Plus, you got to take into account that he's got uh, Andy Dalton throwing in the ball. We know Andy Dalton is just eh, subpar quarterback. So uh, Robinson, you know, the target share is going to be there. It's just a matter of can Andy Dalton get in the ball. I think he's. Definitely a solid spend up. Um, you know the Bears should be playing from behind, and uh, he's he's a guy that's probably gonna get close to double digit targets. So the positives are again he's gonna get a lot of targets. Uh, should be playing from behind. Negatives are bad matchup. Plus he's got Andy Dalton throwing him the ball. Now Andy Dalton at nine eight, I'm just kind of okay with it. Um, you know no real rushing upside. Terrible matchup. Offensive line, not going to be great for the Bears. So, <sighs> obviously, he's playable. He's a quarterback. Quarterbacks have a pretty high floor on the shutdown slates. But I, I guess I'm interested to see what Dalton's ownership is going to be. Uh, like, I, I think it's, it's definitely going to be sub 50%. But, like, how low is it going to be? Um, you know, if I think it's going to be, like, super, super low, then it obviously makes a little bit more sense to go to him in tournaments. But... Um, right now, Andy Dalton's kind of just a subpar pay, subpar play for me. Now, Dave Montgomery is at 8.4K. So my question mark here is he was just the clear just bell cow back once Tariq Cohen went down last year. But they're a little bit healthier now running back, right? They have they signed Damian Williams. And Damian Williams is a pretty solid back, right? You saw a couple years ago what he did for the Chiefs. Good receiving back. So, like, my question is... Is it just going to be Montgomery as the, the bell cow back again, playing like 90% of snaps? Or are we kind of going to get it like a couple years ago, whereas Montgomery, the early down back, and then a lot of Damian Williams in the third down situations? 
I would guess it's going to be that, that Montgomery's going to be the early down back and you're going to get Damian Williams for the third down kind of role, kind of like the Giovanni Bernard role that we saw on Thursday. Now, if that is the case, then it's a little bit hard for me to prioritize Montgomery because then I don't think he'll be used as much in the passing game, obviously, if he's not out there on third downs. Um, I do think he's, again, going to be the guy getting all the early down touches, but this is the game they should be playing from behind. So Montgomery is a riskier play. Now, crazier things have happened. You never know. The Bears could get out to an early lead, and then they could really work Montgomery. Definitely possible. But, um, yeah, I don't think he looks – if this was last year, like at the end of the year, I would really like David Montgomery because, again, he was literally the only back playing for them. Like, he just played the entire game. But I do think Damian Williams eats in his workload a little bit. I think Williams will be out there more on the passing downs. All right, going down a little bit more. So Darnell uh, Mooney is the number two wide receiver. He had a nice year last year. He's a guy that does have some upside. They have list as questionable. I fully expect him to go dealing with a little bit of a back injury. I'm not super worried about it. Um, 5.6K is a fair price. So, uh, you know, the Bears, uh, they don't like running three wide receivers a ton. They're going to run more two tight end sets we'll get to. Uh, but, yeah, I expect Mooney and Allen Robinson to be out there a majority of the game. And you got Mooney coming in like $5,000 cheaper than Allen Robinson. So, sure, he probably doesn't have as much upside. But the price discount is pretty big. So, kind of like Mooney at that price of 5'6". And you have the bolt, then you have the two tight ends in Cole Komet and Jimmy Graham. So, if Komet at 5'2", Jimmy Graham at 4.6K. Let's just take a look at uh, last year at the end of the year, kind of what the snaps were looking like for these two tight ends. You had Cole Komet playing basically the entire game. Uh, you know, you can go back and look at the last couple games. It was Komet like 90 to 100%. Jimmy Graham hovering in that like 40-ish to 50% uh, of the snaps range. So uh, Komet, I think if I had to pick, obviously he's the younger tight end. I think he is looks better, you know, with them priced about the same 5-2 for Komet again, 4-6 for Jimmy Graham. I do give the edge to Cole Komet. Going to be out there the entire time. Just more opportunities, right? Um, Jimmy Graham washed at this point of his career, but still a good, you know, receiving tight end. 4-6 um, makes him in play. He's still a guy that can go to in the red zone, but um, I think a lean to Komet for me over Jimmy Graham. Going down a little bit more, so we have the Bears defense at 4.4. I don't love it. I know the Bears defense are solid defense, but this Rams offense, even though um, they lost Cam Akers, they're still you know going to want to push the pace and spread it out. And um, yeah, it's still a relatively high over under 47. I mean, not super high, but not super low. If I was going to play defense, I think I would go on the opposite side. So a little bit hard for me to get to the Bears at 4.4. And we have Marquise Goodwin at 4.2K. Um, so he is listed as their number three wide receiver. Now, how much work is he going to get? I'm not sure. He is a speedster. So I think he's worth looking GPPs. Again, if you look at this, take a look at the Bears depth chart. So he's number three, and then they've newly signed Bouchard uh, Perriman, number four. Yeah, I, I think Goodwin's fine. Again, how much work does he get? Not sure. If I had to guess, I would say maybe somewhere like 30 to 50% of the snaps, which again, makes him viable. He is a guy that still, even though he's getting up there in age, still has speed. So a little bit of interest there, but obviously a riskier play. And then yeah, Cairo Santos, fine, right? Kickers always in play. They're safer options in the showdown slate. I mentioned Damian Williams. So 
If you think David Montgomery is going to be the bell cow again and Damian Williams is like not going to see the field and obviously you don't want to look to him. But he's at a price point at 2-2 where I'm definitely considering it, right? He doesn't need a ton to pay off his salary. And if he's out there on a lot of the third downs, then um, there, there's a decent chance he can because, again, DraftKings is full point PPR. And you pair him in the number four wide receiver. He might play a couple snaps, um, but I don't think enough for me to roll the dice on him. Jesse James, the number three tight end. I mean, might play a little bit. And these are like large field dart throws. Uh, I don't think I want to do it, though. And then, yeah, that's really it for the Bears. Let's move on to the Rams. Rams are a team I like a lot better in the show on site. Um, you know, taking price consideration, too. So start with Matthew Stafford, 11-6. Rams are going to want to air it out. Again, no more Cam Akers. So uh, they're going to rely a little bit more on Matthew Stafford's arm. I think he is one of the safest plays in the board. Yeah, Alex Stafford, good amount. And then both main wide receivers and Woods and Cup, I think, are very safe options with uh, with upside. Right, These are guys going to be out there basically the entire game and probably get close to double-digit targets each. So really, really do like Cup. Really, really do like Woods. Don't have a super strong take in which one I prefer. Right, They're pretty similar, similar upside, going to get similar targets. Like them both a good amount at 9K and 8.8K respectively. The tricky part here for the Rams, kind of the unknown, is what are they going to do with their running back? So, again, no more Cam Akers out for the year. Uh, they have Daryl Henderson right now listed as number one. They just they have Sony Michelle, uh, newly signed, number two. And then Jake Funk, rookie, number three running back. So, is Henderson just going to be their workhorse back? I don't think so. I think it's going to be kind of a mix of him and Sony Michelle. Now, the downside of Sony Michelle is... He's not the best pass catching back, um, but I mean, Henderson isn't really either. You have Henderson at seven six, Sony Michelle at four eight. Maybe taking pricing consideration, a lean to Sony Michelle. Um, but again, if you're one that thinks Henderson is just going to get a majority of the carries, then obviously you would rather go there. Um, I just think it's going to be somewhat of a split with him and Sony Michelle, and maybe Jake Funk gets a little bit of work in there too. So tight ends, this is what I want to, I want to talk about tight ends really quick. So um, last year, the Rams liked running two tight ends a lot. Like this was what, week 18, last week of the season, 86% of the snaps for Tyler Higby, 64% for Gerald Everett. So they really liked playing two tight end sets. Um, now Higby at 7K, a little bit hard for me to prioritize. He's their number one tight end, but he's close in price to like, the main wide receivers were, you know, I, I think he's more of a contrarian play. Now, what that brings up for me is the backup tight end or the number two tight end. And right now, that's Johnny Munt. So let's just take a look at this. I, I told you, or we just went over how the Rams really like running two tight end sets. Well, there's one game last year where Tyler Higby missed and Johnny Munt filled in. Munt played 64% of the snaps, Everett 76%. So go in and look into that game. He had three catches and three targets for 48 yards. So he's a guy that can catch the ball. He's the flat min $200. I think he's definitely in play as a punt, right? Now, how much does he play? A little more in question. You know, they do have a couple other tight ends in the roster. Bryson Hopkins. Um, here, let's go to the depth chart. So they have four tight ends. Uh, Bryson Hopkins and Jacob Harris, two guys I use actually in preseason DFS. But... Um, yeah, the Rams like running two tight ends. So I think Johnny Munt's the least viable. 
Now, the one thing I will say here is they have four, you know, pretty solid wide receivers. So maybe the Rams use a little more four wide receiver sets instead of two tight end sets. But yeah, Johnny Munt, I think, is a viable punt play. But going back up to the rest of the Rams here. So we just went over uh, Higby. The Rams D at 6'4", a little pricey for defense. I do like the spot here against Andy Dalton and this really bad offensive line. But 6.4K, going to be a little bit difficult for me to prioritize them. Now, I do think the Rams defense is definitely viable. And I would rather play the Rams defense than the Bears defense. But I just don't love the price point. And then, yeah, we went over Sony Michelle with him and Henderson. If you think it's going to be a pretty even split, then I would just rather go, you know, take the discount with a guy like Sony Michelle. Matt Gag and both kickers, definitely viable. They had to pick between the kickers. Probably lean the Rams kicker. I just think they score more, more opportunities. So, yeah, I think I'd rather go to Matt Gay, but not a super strong take. Now, where this gets interesting for value is the number three and number four wide receivers here for the Rams. So, take a look at the depth chart. Again, let's go back to the depth chart. Uh, Van Jefferson's number three wide receiver. Deshaun Jackson, number four. Now, if you just look at a little blurb for Deshaun Jackson, um, are they not, is it under Van Jefferson's? Maybe it was under Van Jefferson's. But they said Deshaun Jackson's going to have a big role for this team. Let's see. Huh. Where did I see that? I could have sworn it was under Deshaun Jackson. But, um, yeah, so Van Jefferson's right now is the number three wide receiver. He's $800. Sean Jackson's number four wide receiver. He's $1,400. I think they're going to kind of mix both wide receivers in. And if we take a look at snap counts last year, the Rams liked running three wide receiver sets a lot, right? Take a look at this week 15. Again, Woods Cup. They're going to play majority of the game. But Josh Reynolds was their number three receiver. 76% of snaps. Now, there are some other games where he was like 60-ish, 50%, but... Um, yeah, I expect Van Jefferson and Deshaun Jackson to get a decent amount of work this game. So um, I think both guys firmly in play. Deshaun Jackson, even though he's going up there in age, still a guy that can break a long one. And then, yeah, Van Jefferson, only $800. I think both guys make for pretty solid value plays. And then the rest of the Rams, I don't really think there's anything else besides just like really large field tournament dart throws. Like 2-2 Atwell at a good preseason, but... He's too far down the depth chart for me to get to him. Yeah, I think that's really it, guys. So that is going to do it for the video today. If you haven't enjoyed the content so far, would really appreciate it if you have a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos and you don't want to go live. I will be doing a YouTube live stream again for the Sunday main slate as well as the Sunday night football show on site. So make sure to check out both guys. Thanks again. Have a great night, and I'll see you all Sunday in the live streams.